shockingly, just today, uh, Constable Pierce Chala, 28 years old, signed off on a 10-month probation with the OPP. Now, he was uh, he was joined the OPP just over a year ago, and signing off on that 10-month probation uh, meant that he could travel independently as a constable. That is what the OPP commissioner told us. And he was aware of that accomplishment today before he set off uh, on his routes. And he was traveling alone when he uh, received that call of a car in a ditch and responded to it. And that's when um, he was shot and shortly died from his injuries. CTV's Lindsay Biscala there giving us more details about uh, the death of the uh, OPP officer, Constable Greg Prashella, 28 years old, as you heard there. As we learn more details, it just becomes uh, more heartbreaking uh, if there is such a thing. I mean, there's never a good scenario where you hear police responded, police officer shot, and that is what we heard yesterday, that police officer has succumbed to his injuries, as we've been reporting on for the beginning of the show. It's Jason Agnew in Fort John Moore this morning on More in the Morning, one of the first reporters uh, to be on top of this story, uh, who was on the rush yesterday, joins us again right now from the Toronto Sun. Uh, Joe Warmington is here. Joe, this this is, uh, you know, I did, I, obviously no one wants to talk about this at any time uh, and definitely not during the holidays. This is a terrible story that we're covering this morning. Yeah, and really, as I was saying to Nick uh, earlier when he called me here, it's been a horrible year. I mean, if you think of all the police officers and the funerals we've been to, uh, we're already reeling from that as we reflect on 2022 and now this. And, uh, you know, this is very disturbing. And, it, you know, it reflects it, it affects everybody. You can see the emotion that people have about it because, you know, you send your young people out there to protect us, like you just described so well with Greg. Just getting, you know, the, the kind of uh, responsibility that he'd earned and then to run into this. So, yes, it's um, it's devastating. I know we're all feeling it. Uh, you were one of the first uh, on this story. Uh, how did the news come in to you? Uh, and what have we learned since? Well, you know, I'm on holidays just like John Moore is today, and obviously my phone lit up that there had been an incident, and my initial reaction was just to kind of help the newsroom out. But then, you know how it goes, you start to work on a story, and then you just keep working on it. And and obviously um, the, the officers and the different people that were letting me know what they were hearing about it, um, they were all uh, very emotional because they've all been that young cop, you know, that goes up and tries to help someone with a car in the ditch. Um, and that's all this, this was. It turns out that, I'm going to give you some, some news here now, is that the suspect here uh, was before, you know, had been before the courts and there had been quite a, um, a police history there. And, you know, I don't know if that goes to motive, Jason, or not, but you can see that somebody, you know, with a police officer maybe might ask for a license, things like that, that could um, help, you know, understand why this happened, although we don't know for sure. Uh, where it goes now, obviously, is a deep dive into that suspect, and also his uh, girlfriend. Uh, they haven't named her yet. I, they will name her if they charge her. I suspect she will be charged. Uh, whether or not she's charged with uh, first-degree murder, we'll see. Uh, that's what they're holding back on to determine that. Uh, how helpful is she and, you know, what was her role in it? What is the investigation show? Um, but, um, you know, we're going to have to have a long, long chat with the Premier and the Prime Minister about things like bail uh, and parole and the like because 
there's too many people, uh, and obviously the, the gun issue. You, know, you can ban all the guns all day long, but this guy still had a gun. And so these are the kinds of things that will come out of this. And uh, and then, of course, the big thing is you know, we've got to take care of this officer and his family. And, you know, obviously there will be a funeral, but we need to learn more about him, his life. And he's 28 years old. He had done things before. We'll learn more about him. Uh, everything I've heard, Jason, outstanding young man. Most of the police officers, um, you know, are... You know, very special people that they put their lives on the line. He did, and we will never forget him. Officers, every time they walk out that door, you know, they're putting their life on the line. And you, we you know see- what's funny? I've been a police reporter. You and I have known each other a long time, but I've been a police reporter since 1984 or something like that. And, you know, and I cover other things, obviously, but police, police and, and crime, I've always, you know, been a reporter and a columnist on it. And I've never seen a time where police are in such danger. And it's it's really not just these stories that we've heard with Constable Hong and, you know, what happened in uh, South Simcoe and all that. Just day to day, every call, they're faced with unruly uh, scenarios, dangerous scenarios. And they don't always end up being hurt, but they almost do. And, you know, we have to talk about this as well. Uh, it, it's getting so dangerous for them that that affects all of us, and we have to address it. Last night when this was happening, Joe, there was an emergency alert issued. I was actually listening to News Talk. I heard this go out over the emergency alert system interrupting the feed. Uh, police were told, so people were told to stay indoors. There was a sense of worry about where the situation uh, could lead with this as well. Well, I was on with Mark Tuohy when all that was happening, and you know, my advice was to to stay in place and shelter in place, as they say, go in the basement, things like that. And I think it was the right call because of the the violence that you know the pat you know I'm trying to talk a little bit in code, but they they understood who this was. Mm-hmm. In addition to what just happened, another interesting thing was that witnesses near where they were arrested said they heard a gunshot. And the suspect, his name is Randall McKenzie, 25 years old. He was taken to hospital. So we have to keep our eye on that as a reporter. You keep your eye on that to see whether the SIU is called in or not. I don't know whether a gunshot uh, was fired by the police or by him or whether he was struck, but he was taken to hospital, so we'll we'll watch for that. Um, But anyway, it's horrific... uh, Horrific events, and um, it's ruined the holidays, and um, you know, and, and sort of put a, I guess, a cap on what was really an ugly 2022. Yeah, it really was. Joe, appreciate you uh, joining us this morning. Thank you for the details. Uh, I'd say have a great day, but we all know that there's a cloud uh, over this day for all of us. Well, you know, uh, again, thank you for having me. It is important that we get out what we can with a view to making our community safer. And, um, you know, we can't just say that. We've got to mean it. And um, and I think that enough is enough. I mean, we can't have our police officers routinely shot and cover, you know, three or four or five of these a year. I mean, it's, you know, come on. And so that's why I think it's important and why I, I thought it was important to come on and talk about this because, you know, people need to understand this is a crisis here.
It is. It's not safe for police officers, which means it's not safe for anybody. Thanks very much, Joe. Appreciate it. All the best. Thank you.